Hello, this is Paula. And this is Susanna. And And this this is is the Joy Joy of Home Home podcast. The Joy of Home is a podcast about stories of the love of home, the joy of your own home, how you make your spaces personal to yourself. We'll have conversations about what makes a happy home with a variety of guests. And you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So hello and welcome to The Joy of Home, our our second um, episode of the podcast with Susanna and myself, Paula. Go on, yeah, we're so happy because you've been Exactly, I was just going to say, we are so, so happy to be having our lovely friend, Christy, uh, all the way from sunny California. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. We we met the three of us on the stage Paris trip we mentioned last year. And yes, yes, that was such a it was love such a great trip. Me and my black dress, that one dress, because they lost my luggage on that on that trip. Remember, you you were the <laughs> finest example. Exactly. I think it was seven, six days, six days in that one black dress. It's a record. The best capsule wardrobe ever. You were the the finest example of how to pack a capsule wardrobe. That's the ex flight attendant in me. (laughs) Wear a solid color. You're good to go. (laughs) But today we are not talking about our old trip to Paris, but we are talking about homes and joyful homes. And we both, Paul and I, absolutely love your home. And you've been actually doing a lot of work for it recently as well. So yes, you- yes. So we moved from San Francisco down to Santa Barbara two years ago. And, you know, during the middle of all of that going on, people were working from home. We, My daughter said, why don't you all move somewhere a little more fun? I'm not in school anymore. You don't have to be here. Dad can work remotely. So we got married in Santa Barbara and we've been wanting to come back here at some point in time, uh, for a certain amount of time or forever, who knows? Um, and so we decided as a, the three of us, my daughter Emma, um, to come down and take a look one weekend. And Jeff's one, one criteria was that we have a view. So we literally the first day of looking, it was the third house and the one I didn't think we would get because it needed quite a bit of work. <laughs> But you know what? Here we are. And two years later, we have pretty much gutted the entire house. And it's been a process since March. And I'm praying that we're done, hoping we're done by well, uh, it looks December. So it looks Thank beautiful. you. Thanks. I, mean, that- I want to decorate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've, I've got a question, um, Christy, because yes. I have followed you on social media. This is going to make me sound like a stalker now. For... I, it must be the best part of a decade because I used to follow you when you were blogging before Instagram. Yes. Thing. Yeah. And um, so I've seen you through three houses, I believe. You have. I know. I have. And you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because I started. I've only seen this one. 
<laughs> I started in 2013 and that's when I, or 2012, that's when I quit flying because this kind of took over. And so I decided to make this a full-time thing. And, and, and that's when people were just starting to kind of get into Instagram a, a little bit more and more. And then it became this whole roller, you know. But what, 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 what's always been amazing is that I've just, you've always had this vibrancy and this joy of your home. And Aww. it's, you know, it's very much in keeping with what we're trying to do here, Suzanne and I, the, the joy of home. But you've always just gone really gung ho and, you know, feet first into, I'm going to make this house fabulous. And you do. Is, is, do you always look at the shell and go, I know I can make that something fabulous? You know, I grew up with a mom and we were in the military and my mom, every house we moved into would make it the most coziest, beautiful home within a couple of days. It was, you know, we moved 11 times before I graduated college. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> so every home was something, yeah, all over the States. I lived in Greece and every home had uh, a, just a warm feeling and it was, our life was inside of that home. It didn't matter what what the outer shell was we could make it uh, about us it had pieces that were familiar new pieces that shared a little more of the area and i love that about her and that really i think betsy my sister and i have really adopted a lot of that and i think we just love to do whatever we can to make our homes feel like a part of us an extension and and take care of our family i feel like it's always like our our safe space yeah, well, if you move so many times, it, it, it I, I feel like that maybe the home becomes even more important as uh, the one that's stable true. thing. That's true. That's true. And you know, maybe that's why, even though we moved three times in the last, whatever, 20 some odd, 25 years, we've been married 35 years, but I think I wanted to stay where Emma grew up in Pleasanton for that 30 years because I did move so much. And so for me, my friends and my town, it really meant everything to me. And it was such a great guardian angel, I think, for us as a family, just to kind of get us through um, being a mom and, you know, learning the, the, the all the, the things that you need to, to do to raise a child, to try and go to work. And it was just a wonderful place for us. And so anyway, we did a couple of homes there and then now we're here. And it's it's really it's fun. It's different, and we're enjoying it. No, I just wanted to ask about that. Unlike Paul, I haven't actually been following stalking you for full decade yet. Decade yet. Yeah, where have you been, Susanna? <laughs> I know. I'm, so, I'm embarrassed. Embarrassed to admit it, but it's it's the sad truth. But so, how does this home differ from your previous homes then that you had with Jeff and Emma? Well, for me, I feel like this is. Coming back to when we were first married, we moved to a town here in our 50s where we don't know anyone. And it's like when we were first married and we moved to the Bay Area and we started our jobs and it was about us against the world. And I feel like here we are in Santa Barbara. We see the church we got married at. My parents Aww. used to live here back in the day. And it's really amazing feeling. And um, and yet the whole time we've been here pretty much, we've been doing something different to that, either the garden. The garden took us about a year and a half. It's a huge, uh, different rooms in our, our, our garden area. And it took us a long time. And then now we're doing the inside. So I said to Jeff, after this, what do we do? <laughs> because I feel like <laughs> it's just been, yeah, well, you know, never say never, but we do love it. And just having this gorgeous view, you can't see it right now, but the ocean's right there beyond that palm tree. And it's just incredible. Every day we walk outside and we say, what in the world? It's like your, your homes. That's how I feel when I look at your homes and your gardens. And it's just incredible. It's nice. 
Well, I, I was just wondering, because I've spoken to Susanna about this quite a lot, the idea of a, a forever home, because, of course, whenever we move into our homes, we love them and we treat them with love and respect and we imagine our families coming over. But do you look at each home and think this is it? Or do you, no. do you consciously know that there may be no. a time when you move? I, I I love that the moment in time. Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? If I'm here tomorrow, I could, you know, uh, I could be hit by a truck. I, I want to enjoy every moment and every new adventure that we have. And I think for us, we have family that's everywhere. His family is four uh, four brothers and a sister and his mom. They're all over the world. My, my family, my sister, brother, mom. And I think that's the way it is kind of nowadays, I think some people do love to live in one, one spot and stay forever. And I think that's great. Um, and actually, who knows after this, you know, are we going to stay here? Will we move closer to my sister? Uh, will we move with, if Emma and Zach move down to San Diego? I don't, I don't really know what, what's in store. I just, you know, I, I think to myself, well, I'm 58, Jeff is 61. We have like, maybe 30, 40 years left, <laughs> if a hundred, you know, who knows how long, but I, I think that every place that we go, I will look at as this is, this is our, our time here now, but it does, when I look back at older homes, I do think it memories, you know, it, it I can see where living one place forever would be really special. Um, but because it is hard to say goodbye to a house, isn't it? When yeah, you do that last walkthrough. You and Susanna sound quite similar actually, and because you're a bit like that, Susanna, aren't you? I am, with you, but it's quite interesting. It clearly can't be from how we grew up then because I lived in one house for 18 years and I started my regular moving process only after that. So my parents still live in the same house. It's actually my grand, it used to be my grandparents' house. So there's lots of history in there. And I would feel, I think, quite sad if they wanted to sell it and move on. But I don't have the same sentiment for my own homes. It's weird because I, my mom grew up on a huge farm in North Dakota. My dad grew up on a farm in Kentucky. And when they left, they never looked back, but their families are all still there. And to me, I love that. So I feel kind of, I love that my family has that. I wish I was that anchor for Emma because I'm all over the place, but, but her heart is like that too. And I think a lot of younger kids nowadays, they kind of get it. The world has changed, social media, the, uh, the, you can live anywhere and everywhere and talk to people, FaceTime. And so I think that the, the essence of home has changed a bit. So very true. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I um I sort of had this need for an anchor of home when my parents, they came from the Caribbean and lived in England for nearly 30 years. 
And then when they left, I've searched for that forever home ever since. And um, this is my sort of second big family home. And I was saying to Susanna recently, we may have one more in us. I'm not sure. The idea of moving fills me with horror. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Because I did say to Jeff, it, I feel your, you know, your, your apprehension in that because making new friends, moving, like we don't, we still don't know a lot of people here because he's been working and I've been working and we see family whenever we can, right? We all value whenever we can see anybody in our lives that is part of family. And I think, yeah, it is, it is hard to, to think, well, a whole new home is starting over again. But then again, my mom, I, th- I thought about this the other day. She moved like five more times after 58, four more times. And I'm <laughs> really? like, wow. you know, we're not, we're not, we're not dead yet. It's like, you know, so part of me is thinking, but you know, so I think the next move for us might be to be near someone, whether it's my daughter, my sister, something like that. Makes Who sense. <laughs> yeah. And do you keep the continuity? And this is a question for both of you, actually. Do you keep the continuity with your decor? Because my last house, many of the colours and the, the whole look of it is very similar to the house I have now. And when I move, I think that's how I keep the comfort for myself. I, I don't reinvent how I live. I just have a different house. Is your house the same or similar to how it was in your last place? Or I don't know about you, Susanna, but my first homes were super colorful. But then in the last 20 years, I wanted just calm. So I'm all about more white, you know, and I'll sprinkle in flowers with color or pillows that I can change out and throws, art that I can switch out. But for me, I don't know what it is about getting older. <laughs> I like a little calmness, but... I used to love a red room and I, I had a, I just all that blue, I had a blue family room and that you'll remember, you might remember that, Paul. I had all that stuff. And, you know, Annie Selke, you know, her rugs fit right into my home. And now I'm like, I'm kind of, I just like a lot of white on white on white and beige and gold and I'm okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. What about you, Susanna? Do you feel the same? Well, I feel like that my style has definitely changed over years. So I think that even if I would have stayed in the same home for all these years, I think things would have probably still changed. But I do feel like that I, of the three houses that I've had in this country, I I think they have all been a little bit different, but maybe still had the same sort of like, I think my first home, like yours, Kirsty, was definitely the most colorful one. And then my previous house, which was a Victorian house, I guess because it was a period house, it had slightly different features, so slightly different furniture. And actually we used to have quite dark wood flooring in there. And obviously now this one is just a celebration of light because for the first year we lived here, there was not much light at all. So I think I just went in with anything that I can maximize the daylight really in here. So in that sense, and I can see that if I was to move somewhere else, I just feel like that there's just so many beautiful decor styles in the world. That why yeah. would I want to be yeah. restricting myself just to the one that I want to be? I want to try them all, or at least I want to try as many as I can. So next house, who knows? I have a lot of like Paula, when I see her home, it makes me, I just love it. Like that is a lot of my mom. And so I think, oh, I, I love that. So I want that. And then I want a little of my sister, a little more of a cleaner, tailored, modernish look. And then I think, well, I'm all over the place. So I wish I had, I could have a, a, a Parisian apartment, uh, a home in New York City, an apartment, you know. 
Yeah. And I could decorate everything differently, right? That, that, that would be would the be... solution. That would be the solution. That's what I need as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's so interesting because my um, family come from the Caribbean, Grenada. And at some point, I would love to build my own home there. And when I think of my own home in the Caribbean, I think of it being plainer, less fussy, less colours and quite um, clean and and very open and airy like both of your homes. So it's interesting how you can imagine a different vibe in a different place. Right. And then and I think that's why when we travel and we go to different places and stay in different hotels or Airbnbs and everything, I think, wow, I think I love this kind of that clean, modern business look in a hotel because it's just so, I don't know, it takes, you know, it's very clean. I love that. And then I'll go to like a cozy, uh, very, not shabby chic, but you know, that kind of a look. And I just think, oh, this is so beautiful. So I don't know. I, I love all styles. I just, for me, I do tend to lean toward uh, a little bit of a California traditional, maybe transitional, but you know, contemporary, but more on the traditional. My sister's like, you're so traditional, <laughs> but sometimes I'm not like it, like it's a bad thing, <laughs> but you know, I, I know what I love and, you know, that's what I, what I do. Yeah, that's good. I think that's the, that's the best way of making decisions, what, how you want your home to be like, like that, how it makes you feel. If it makes, if your decisions make you feel happy, whether it's full of blue and green or yellow and red rooms or whether it's just all white and beige and gold, it's just, it, it, it should, it should be for you and not for anybody else, really. I think nowadays people just love fires. They love candles. They, people love that warmth and cozy feeling, even if it's summertime or if it's, you know, in your homes, how you all share, you know, flowers, your table for your daughter it, when you had dinner the other night, Paula. I, I love that. Like that's to me what I think people gravitate towards. So I think whatever it is in the moment that you're loving, people will, um, they will feel the same thing. They'll feel that joy that's coming from you. Yeah, you're so right. And what I love is I love seeing, um, and I think we get this from the internet, we've, we've been so used to over the years looking at magazines and you flick through and you see very static still images. But I love seeing you both in your homes and using your homes. And I think that's what's so warming and and lovely about Instagram or, or social media in general. We're seeing people using their homes and that's that's a magical thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's fun. I love, like Susanna, you're, both of you are queens of the real and you guys are, do just such a great job capturing just the moments of the day it might be a rainy day and you're sitting with a book and a hot tea or Paula you're setting a, ca- a little bistro table outside with flowers and I'm thinking I love this it just makes me want to be there so I think that's that's what you know that's what makes a home making it beautiful and cozy yeah but I love that you all share all that it's really fun Susanna is the Susanna is the queen of the real I have to say I right kind of like I I Right? We need to start setting our stands all over the place. I know, and just, I know. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. Well, I think that's the best part of really the whole Instagram and social media is really to almost kind of like get this. Obviously, they are edited and somebody's snippet of somebody's thing, like, you know, 1%. It's nobody's reality. Nobody's house is always looking like that. Definitely not mine. Mine is a more of a mess. Yeah, you don't share the messy parts. Because <laughs> no, honestly, exactly. we have, yeah, exactly. who wants to see that? Yeah. <laughs> you know how people say they want to see the real life? I'm like, you don't want to see real life. Nah. 
we know we know what real life is Goodness yeah me, we know what I, i've seen that yeah. i want to see more of the pretty parts please <laughs> susanna do you make a plan of every week how you're gonna set your are you a week ahead when you're doing your reels or are you doing them spontaneously Oh gosh, this is now when all my unprofessionalism is going to be uncovered. So I um, used to be quite good. I used to be quite organized. I used to have like a bit of a system. Somehow this last year, I've just seems to be often I wake up early and then I'm like, I don't have anything to post. Should I try to do something? So I think I've gotten quite in the moment these days. So previously it used to be like I did more planning. It was more kind of like, I actually had an idea what I was going to be filming or shooting. Whereas these days, I just take these random clips and put them all together and off they go. And that's what I'm doing at the moment. That might change, but at the moment, I'm quite enjoying it. It feels very in the moment, really. I, I love it. I Mine's love it. Chaotic, chaotically in the moment, which is... <laughs> Which is why I sort of like, I post randomly these days. It's like, it's, it's when, when the moment comes. I used to be more organized like Susanna, but I'm talking, going back years. But then by going back years, we used to post three times a day. I can't believe that now. Yeah, right. I was thinking, I was looking. Yeah. Oh, yes. Two, two times a day at least. Usually one to two times for sure. And now I don't post at all. <laughs> well, no, me too. It was so in the moment, wasn't well, it? At the yeah. time, I think. And, I think I think for me I don't have anywhere to post right now. If you could mm. see my house, you would die. I'm in my bedroom. <laughs> the I have boxes on the bed. I Maggie's right here on the floor because she doesn't know where to lay. It's just kind of crazy. And so we're living in my bedroom while the rest of the house has no flooring. Has the one bathroom was just put together, the other one's getting ripped out. And so for me, I'm like, you know, come on, how much beautiful hot tea moments? <laughs> how many beautiful hot tea moments can you have just hanging out, you know, with the workers? <laughs> Oh, yeah. it's, it's a renovation going in on schedule or have you had some setbacks or what's going on with that? So it started off good and then we decided to add the uh, kitchen and bathroom. So we had to wait two more months for permits. So that threw a wrench where we literally went on any vacation we could go on for that two months because nobody was in the house. Um, we were half gutted and we were waiting to get the other permits. We'd go to Vegas, Las Vegas or, or down anywhere. And so that set us back. And then I think for me, cause I'll be like, you know, can we add some more trim on that door? <laughs> can we put lighting under the vanity and lighting in the niche in the shower? And he's like, Sure. But then that sets us back two to three weeks. He's like, of course, my contractor loves it. He'll do anything we want, right? I was going to say, but, but he loves you. <laughs> and yeah. Jeff is just like, stop. stop. <laughs> no more suggestions, what are you doing? please. Sounds like he'll be on your payroll for, for, the, for a long time then if you keep on adding things. Although Jeff is bad. He's the one that says, you know, for my kitchen, I think I'd like, because, you know, Jeff is, loves to cook. That's his thing. He loves to cook. He's a total cyber nerd because that's his job. But then at home, he loves to cook. He loves to barbecue. He loves to make things. And so anyway, we have our different areas. (laughs) I stick to mine. He sticks to his. (laughs) But you love your garden. You love your garden as well, don't you? It's such an extension of your home. This if yes, I have to say if we ever do move, the garden would be very hard for me to leave because it is we have this this house that sits on a hill that's going downward. So the house kind of sits with a a lower part here for the garages. And then we have all these rooms up above because the road goes right up. My house sits a little below the road. So we have this garden in the front, a garden in the back, and then we have this huge parterre garden down below on the side. 
when we moved here, it was just shrubs. It was overgrown mess. It was no, it was just the woman let the grass die because I mean, you know, there's a drought. It was just horrible. So I, I was just like, gut it, take every single thing out. Um, we left two trees and that was it. And then we started with, okay, we can, now we're exposed to the whole world. We have no privacy because we sit on a big curve. So we, we had to plant a million 24 gallon trees. We had to plant a bunch of hedges, but now we've got all these little pockets of space that are so fun to think, you know, it's just beautiful and hummingbirds and butterflies. There's more we want to do, but it is fun. I love it. I've always enjoyed seeing your gardens come together because I remember watching your last home. Yeah, my last house has such a teeny little space, but you know, you don't have to have a big yard. We had such a small, I think it was 6,000 square foot lot. (laughs) It was tiny. So our backyard was 25 feet to the fence. Uh, or I don't know how many feet wide, 15 feet wide, very small. So I was like, let's put up a little retaining wall. Let's, you know, add a couple of spaces on either side and sit in the middle so that we can walk out from the house. And it just felt more inviting, right? I think that you just make anything that you have as pretty as you can, right? You don't need to go crazy. I agree. I think you have a knack for that, though. I think you have a knack for that. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful to see because, as you say, I don't think many people would know the size of that plot that you had because you made it so intricate and beautiful and and it was there was so much thought that went into that it was amazing that's true because I guess on this side I added a little fountain it is kind of funky because I think you know I stick to a lot of what I know I do a lot of boxwood because I like tailored clean sections and then I like inside of it kind of an un- unruly beautiful floral country look like you know roses or uh whatever you know penstemon salvia any i like anything that attracts hummingbirds and bees so you'll see a lot of that i just fall back on what i know like just put some boxwood there (laughs) put some formal topiaries here and stuff the rest with anything that makes a flower (laughs) but it's yeah i think that it doesn't have to be hot yeah it's fun it's, I love it. My sister could care less about gardening. She doesn't care about any of that. So she's more about, a, you know, a different kind of a thing. So it's interesting how everybody finds their love, right? I don't know. I love to look outside, you know, from my house. We just made a bigger window in our living room. It was three high windows, you know, like you'd get in the What's the one of the late, last minute additions that your contractor yes. loves you for? Yes. Yeah. He literally just took down window. So now I see outside to my front yard... Uh, this wall and I see uh, Mexican sage with all the hummingbirds and I love it. I'm so happy. So I'm like, okay, I have to be able to look outside somewhere. Because <laughs> you open up, did you open up the windows behind you? Was, have I made a... Those windows were already there. Thank goodness they did have big windows. That room has a high pitched ceiling with beams, but this house is um, from 1950 and it's it's an ugly ranch house that was added onto. It was like a little bungalow and then added onto. So it wasn't anything pretty by any means. And we just painted it white and, you know, um, have added a couple of windows, but to change, you know, like we wanted to change all the windows in the house, but it's just ridiculous. So there's certain things that we drew the line on because, you know, I just don't know if we're going to, if we were going to stay here, if I knew we were going to stay here. 20 or 30 years we would do it, but I just don't know. So there's certain things that we're investing in. But some of the house in the middle with the original house is eight foot tall ceilings, which is great. That gives you a cozy feel. But I would have loved to take the ceiling up there, but we couldn't do it because the city, there was a city limit on it. And so 
whatever. But we we just put, you know, open up all the windows as much as we can so that I don't cover them. Every You have privacy. Nobody can see inside our house. It's really nice. What drew you to it then? Was it the plot or was it the, because you meant you described the house. Yes. Was it the, the yeah, the house was not, the house wasn't what we would have ever chosen normally. It was the view, the privacy and the neighborhood. We met this one woman that lives a block down and the homes here, believe me when I say this is the little house that could, these homes here are incredible. I don't even know how we got this house, except that it was not very pretty, (laughs) but, but this woman said there were three streets I told my husband I would move on in Santa Barbara, and this is one of these three streets. And I was like, wow, these homes here are all built in 1925. They were all like incredible. Their lots are big. And it's just got this privacy, um, cozy. Everybody's walking in the streets, walking down the hills. Um, I feel young here because people are in their 90s. They're hiking it up our hill every day. And I love that. I love that people love to be outside here but it's private. It is a lot of high hedges. And I think that was it too, just the privacy, um, the corner big lot, and the view. And, is this and, the first uh, house? Which is great. Sorry, is this the first house with the view then? This is the third house with the view. The other two were down in, in San Roque. The others were beautiful, but they didn't have a view. And Jeff said, if, if we're paying for Santa Barbara, I want a view of some sort. <laughs> I don't want to you know, why would we move down there and have what we have in Pleasanton, even though you're in Santa Barbara? He's like, if we can make it work, let's try and make it work. So we found this house and it was perfect timing. This woman had been here alone and during COVID by herself, and she was ready to go be with her children down South. And so she was ready to sell and it just worked out perfectly. She was a writer. Yeah. Perfect timing. It was amazing. So we were happy the day before uh, uh, it had sold two days before and then the people decided not, probably not to take on the project. We were, oh, wow. we were the suckers that we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you were the lucky ones that managed to snap it I up. Just, you know what? We were so lucky and we do love it. And every day when we're here, we walk. Just the area is so, so beautiful. Um, there's a beautiful hotel a block away from us that everybody goes to for weddings. So every day we walk Maggie through another gorgeous wedding that looks like it's a royalty it's just beautiful so and it's just so incredible and i mean puckle bell canon d i hear it like 20 times a month it's just a lot of fun because it just is very special so we we just love it every day it's just really nice so do you do you need um space to entertain is that something is that a big thing you do in your home do you always have people to stay Yes, but in spurts. So, you know, I, my sister and her husband might be here, my daughter. Um, but you know what I've noticed is we haven't had everybody here because we've always been in the middle of something. So when we're done, then we can definitely have everybody come and stay. Um, the hard thing is this is a three bedroom home. So it's more about entertaining for dinners and things like that, but not necessarily staying too long. But yes, um, I do want to do a little more of that. It's, Definitely that, like I was saying earlier, when you move somewhere where uh, everybody does want to come to Santa Barbara, so that's always nice, but not you don't always have everybody at once here. So that's why I think it's, yeah, but we, we haven't done it. I'm going to put in a big banquette and an oval table and, and have more space now, so it'll be a lot more fun. I think it wasn't as conducive to a lot of entertaining before, but now it will, so it'll be And fun. you think it's going to be all done by Christmas if you don't want to add any yes. more pieces? Yeah, I think I, I thought it, 
I thought it was going to be middle or to the end of November. Now it looks like the beginning of December, but I have to hurry because my daughter and her husband are doing this around the world trip. They took a sabbatical from work before they buy a house and have babies and they have been gone. They've seen, I think I've read 20 some, 24 countries they've been to. And right now they're in Japan, but they're coming back January and they want to stay here for a month. Um, to think about where they want to live because they lived in San Francisco and they can work remotely. Yes. So now I'm like, I need to get this house done. <laughs> I, I'm, you know how it is. You want your kids, you want your family to visit. So I have to be done. Yeah. We've already been hanging out at everybody else's houses enough. So time for us to do some more entertaining because Jeff loves to cook and we do love to, to entertain. So I guess he can still do barbecuing even if you don't have a kitchen. We have an outdoor pizza oven, which he's become a master of. It's amazing. He's so good. And then he loves to cook on the grill. But we've been pretty bad. We just order in a lot. I'm so, I never thought I'd be so tired of eating out. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love to eat at home. So it gets boring. Does your husband cook, Paula? He does. He loves to cook. I, I cooked for, yeah, I was head chef for quite a few years. And then um, in recent years, I've taken a step back. I do the cakes and, and Duncan does the cooking. <laughs> and isn't that fun? Because I think you find what you love, right? And his heart is in the kitchen. He loves it. And I love to clean. So we just do, you know, we're, we're just fine with how we work things out. Honestly, some, some people will say to me, do you, do you ever cook? I'm like, no, I don't. And I don't, I don't mind. I, I, I cook and I cook. I cook for entertaining. So if I'm having a dinner party, I'll do because I yeah. love the whole planning of, yeah. of the table and the, and I want to do all the different courses. But the day-to-day cooking, I, I leave it to him. <laughs> what about you, Susanna? Do you do the cooking? Or? Sometimes being not resentful, but now when we have the new puppy, or she's not even that new, and um, my husband is definitely more in charge of the poo picking and the training. So I've been doing <laughs> <laughs> How the cooking? It's the you know the day in day out, and my children enjoy very different dishes, and it's just like deciding what to eat. And sometimes I'm just so bored, so bored with the whole thing. But it's all right; it's not too bad. If only we could be like Ina Garden, you know. If we oh, could only yeah. be like Barefoot Contessa, come up with something. My dream. Funny. <laughs> you know how she cooks for her Jeffrey. I love that, right? Um, I think. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's okay to, you know, admit that you're not a lover of cooking every single day. I think most people don't want to do the same thing all the time. And um, I cooked a lot more when Emma was young, and then Jeff was gone a lot. And then now he's having that time to where he he can plan out things. And because uh, everybody's been working from home the last few years, he's really been able to cook. That's been amazing. So I think that times have changed, right? Everybody's doing a lot more. What's your favorite dish to eat that Chef has cooked for you? That's what I was going to ask. My favorite dish that he cooks is, I don't know, every single thing he cooks I love. Um, is that because he's pac- sitting opposite to you that you feel no. like you can't even pick favorites? What, what <laughs> Lemon chicken piccata, that's good. But what Ooh, is your favorite to make? That sounds good. Bolognese or something? Bolognese or something like that. Bolognese. Like he loves, yeah, he likes all the, like he loves the Julia Child's 20,000 step meal he loves all that and I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah all the, all so the and all the oil <laughs> and my and my daughter loves to cook now because of that so I love that so I just sit there and I I watch them <laughs> talk. you don't need to do any cooking then by the sound of it <laughs> no you all I do nothing I do not cook at all I love my kitchen 
but I like to go in there and watch Jeff cook. <laughs> <laughs> Susanna, you're, you're, do you sort of entertain a lot? Because I know that the homes that you're looking at, I imagine, well, I'm inviting myself around for starters. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what's up with that? What, how's it I, going with the house hunting? <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's going. We are still looking. I would say that this is probably not going to be the quickest of the searches because we're very particular about what we are after. And it's not necessary to some, something sensible, but something that will fill us with excitement and all that. So, um, yes, that's a fair point. I think they are very much, I think our, maybe in the next house, we used to do lots of entertaining and lots of parties, dinner parties in our old house. We haven't really so much in this house. I think you, we sort of, of just got into the habit of first we lived in a ugly pokey house that well it wasn't ugly but it just was you know needing needing some work and then the pandemic hit so then obviously even meeting outside felt like you are doing something really naughty so it, we just haven't really gotten into the habit I do feel a little bit, I'm better doing kind of like the everyday cooking. I, I'm not a especially fancy cook. So I think I'm just happy to have people over who I know well enough that they don't judge me when I pull out my one pot wonder of something that I have cooked the previous day because I don't want to be wasting my time on cooking when I have friends over. So, but yes, I feel pleased to when, when, when we move. And actually, you can come over earlier. I would cook for you, both of you, if you came around. I'd love that. My goodness. I think too, because you know, when your kids get a little older, if you do move, then you don't have as many to entertain for all the time unless people come visit you. And so I think it's definitely a little different. Like my sister will host 12 to 15 all the time at her house. Um, and yeah, because they, um, all of them have lived there for 20 some odd years and, and they all live in the same homes or they in the same neighborhood. And, for me, I'm like, well, my girlfriends are mad because I moved here. So, <laughs> um, but you know, it's, it is a lot of fun to host when you can. But I think also, it's also transitions in life, the different, a different type of entertaining, but not so pressure filled, maybe a little more, you know, enjoy and be happy. I think as you're younger, you want to just be able to look what I've done. I can do this, you know, and it's, it's fun, a learning curve, right? And then as you get a little older, you just, oh, somebody hosts you. Isn't it so fun? Thank you for having me over. It's I like, know. oh, because you, so you realize, because you know how much work they've gone through and uh, to do that. I and mean, I really appreciate that. So, uh, so a, a basic question, just what makes, a, what's a happy home to you? What, what are the elements of a happy home for you? Oh boy. I think because of how I am with moving and everything, it's with my family inside. I think, um, I take certain pieces and I layer certain textures and, and uh, I like to have certain things that are cozy and um, a happy home is just filled with love with your family. So, as corny as that sounds and just if I got rid of all my furniture, I'd be fine. It's just I would but I would probably gravitate towards getting some of the same piece types of pieces again. So it's just for me having just the, the few pieces where we can sit cozy and watch a movie together. Um or people can just feel comfortable. Um, when somebody comes, I like to put a little, you know, basket with water and little knickknacks, you know, things for them. And you just about making it warm and, and inviting, I guess. That's, that's, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. What about you all? I, I'm the same. It's, it's about sort of making sure that everyone is as cozy as possible. You know, I want people to be able to kick their shoes off and if they've got a dog with them, they can bring the dog and, you know, nothing is too precious. Um, it's all meant to be cozy and, um, and you know, I like to talk. So 
I want to make sure everyone can just relax and chat and eat. <laughs> the husband, the husband can do the cooking, but I'll do the chatting. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I, I think we're probably all three the same way. It's about just your home is just a reflection of the things that you love. And so I'll have little things from family, you know, that, that we have pieces that we, we all care about, right? And things that invite people to sit down and have a, a wonderful conversation. Um, usually I like to have some fresh flowers from the garden. Pretty basic, pretty easy stuff, you know? Um, but I think, yeah. It doesn't need to be complicated. Yeah. No, sounds good. Sorry, Paula. I just, I'm now really, I can't stop thinking about now when you said really confidently how much you love cooking for dinner parties. That can we, can you share us some, some of your fail safe recipes, please, or ideas? Yeah. What, what do you like to, what do you like to serve? You know, when you come to my house, you, you might recognize some of the dishes. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, the, the best thing I've learned um, through doing dinner parties, and I used, I'm similar to you, Susanna, I used to throw dinner parties in when I was in London, so my last house, and then I bought this house to throw parties and house parties, and it was at a time when my children were growing up, so I didn't really do so much of that, so maybe the next house, if we have a next house, that um, will be my dinner party time. But my fail-safe thing is to do big things in big pots, so a lovely um, beef bourguignon. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can do a massive batch exactly you do a, I love beautiful fiddly cooking but I want to speak to my guests so something that you Me can too. something that's gorgeous you know with a bit of cognac thrown in and sort of like lots of like herbs and spices <laughs> it's it looks gorgeous and glorious with a potato daffinoir like a huge dish of potato daffinoir it looks gorgeous but you can do it in a massive batch so then you can go and talk you know, you can go and chat See, to your that's, friends. I love that because I think that's more real. And I think that, you know, you don't have to have a five course meal because <laughs> you're never going to see your guests. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah, you, you need to make time and, and do things that maybe you can prepare in advance. If you're having a starter, have your prawn cocktail or something already in the fridge so that when you come to sit down, you're not running to the kitchen every two minutes. That's definitely my style as well. And I actually really like like starters that can be eaten while still standing yes. up and socialized at the but island i yeah. quite like that. so it's then you don't have to be spending all evening sitting down either but like a charcuterie board or you know just a dip and you know something that's easy right yeah, something nibby. Yeah. yes i think yeah times have changed i think people entertain differently than they used to right i think it's definitely different now well, I think it's less about showing off it's more about sort of embracing that community and sort of like and, and, and enjoying yourself, isn't it? You, As a hostess, you want to enjoy yourself as much as your guests, don't you? I think people get worried, you know, when they see things on Instagram, they see everything always looking so perfect. And I think when people first come over, when you're entertaining, it does look really clean and nice and neat, right? But once people are all there and mingling and eating and, and putting their glass, it's not that way. That's life, right? It's, if you did a it would be interesting to have someone show up. This is what I made today, and then show the party in the middle and how the house looks, and then <laughs> and then at the end while you're cleaning up, because I think that's more realistic, right? The, the sign but, of a good you know. party is carnage afterwards, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> my sister, my sister, my sister has a pantry now that has a fridge and a sink and everything in it, so that they can throw throw all that stuff and shut the door. That's the dream. She says, that's the dream, yeah, right? <laughs> Not me. Mine's like in the middle of the house. So you're going to enjoy every dirty minute of it. <laughs> 
So how are you, are you guys excited about doing this podcast? Are you excited about having so, a ton of different guests? Do you know, I'm just nosy. I just love, I love hearing people's stories of home. So it's it's Aww. such a lovely thing to chat to people and find out how they um how they live, how they like living and, and what their influences are really, isn't it? It really is. That definitely is the best part, yes. I mean and also it's lovely to chat with Paul as I know. well. I always enjoy you all well you are lucky because you all live in England. You know, you live how far apart are you? Three, are you about three hours away from each other? Four? About three hours, isn't it? I think. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting, totally different areas. Norfolk and Bath, very different, right? So I love that. I love you all have, it's interesting. Have you been to each other's houses before? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Yes, that's the right answer. I, I, Hopefully soon. Yeah, I think that I need to fly out there and then we need to do a Paula's yes. house than your house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That yes, so let's do a proper tour. We had planned last year when we were in Paris, we were going to do a girls' trip. So this is our first girls' trip right here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Exactly, virtual one. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, we had so much fun. Aw, this has been so great. This is, you all are my, this is my first major podcast. <laughs> Major, yes, this is really, I would call this a major podcast, absolutely. First of all, I can't even get on. Klaus Dalby is such a sweetheart and um, he had me on and we talked about gardening and I took him around and everything like that. And so that was a little different, you know. Was that during lockdown? No, oh. that was last last year, right after when the garden was being built. And we did that. Yeah, it was so I fun. Talking, I did a, a, a similar one. I think it must have been his same podcast. Yeah. And I did it in, in my so, little office and showed him around the garden. It's so fun. I love that. That's so great. Of course, Jeff has me all connected here. I'd be afraid to step away. <laughs> 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 I don't know anything about computers. Oh, well, you just, you just you have your tech support. I know. Somebody's like, you should start a podcast. I'm like, what would I talk about? <laughs> I love that you... I don't think you would run out of things to say, Kirsty. I think you are you are doing absolutely fine on the speaking yeah. front. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. You know, when I was it is a when I was little, they called me Chatty Kathy in the family, and I used to be. I, it really upset me. I was so upset about that, but now I'm like, oh. hey, because, but but you know what? Now I get it. I get it. That's okay. I can carry things. I can keep things going. For you can keep yeah, going. Exactly. that's good. That's, it is a skill. It definitely is a skill. But also, it means you have international friends. You, you can speak to everyone, and that's what's so lovely about the internet. We're, we're speaking to people all over the world, and you can. There's a common denominator always, isn't there? That's why I became a flight attendant. <laughs> I think definitely. You know, I can talk to anyone as they're standing there waiting to go to the loo or whatever the bathroom. I'm like, they'll they'll tell you they will tell you their life, if, whether they're a celebrity or they're just your regular Joe Schmo. They'll sit there and just talk to you about everything, and it's so. <laughs> It's fun. I love that. I, so I think they will tell you their life because I think you yes, are. I think you, so you are too. So appealing and joyful and happy. I, I want to. I want to tell you all my deepest, darkest secrets. Yes, you told. Yeah, me too. You told. You said you're nosy. I'm. I'm very curious. I want to know about everything. I do. I'm like, where are you going? Oh, this one young couple. I remember they. They just come from Will and Kate's wedding, and they were on our flight, and they're best. They're best friends with them. They went to school with them. So they were telling us all the scoop of the behind the scenes stuff. That was fun. <laughs> so 
stuff like that. Yeah, okay. That was a lot of fun. So, so what did you learn then? What did you learn? I'm leaning forward now to listen. Isn't that funny? And they live in San Francisco. Isn't that funny? Oh, I was like, you've, wow. You've got I... to have your own podcast. You're obviously one of those people who people <laughs> open up to, which is which is definitely a gift. Exactly. Aw. I'd have to have Jeff. Jeff Jeff can balance me. He's really good. <laughs> He's a very good listener. Oh. <laughs> We all, we all need one of those. We all need one of those. Especially us, us, us chatty women need need a good listener by our side. Oh, I, think. I love it. I love it. It's uh, so funny. Well, this has been gorgeous. Absolutely lovely. Thank you. It has such a pleasure to have a chat with you again. It's been uh, too long and I can't wait to see your oh, home I will, finished. I will definitely start doing a lot more sharing as the rooms are completed and this holiday. I'm hoping to do some sort of Christmas decorating. That would be great. And then this spring, it'll be just so fun to have a whole different, uh, you know, it'll, it'll just feel different. I'm more excited about it and so much more useful spaces. So it'll be really nice. And the garden, everything now, a couple years later, it's just crazy how much it's grown. And so maybe Jeff can get that veggie herb kitchen garden that he wants to, to go. Yeah. We're, we're, it'll be a first for us. Do the planter boxes and, you know, Polly, you you do that, and I, I want to do more of, of that sort of thing with him. I, so. I need to make my neater. I need to. I'm going to get some inspiration from you and Jeff. I need my, mine is a little bit more haphazard than crazy, but I need I need to get that beautiful boxwoods and the everything new looks good. Don't worry, that means it's established. That's okay. You want it to have its own. <laughs> it has to have its own life to be a good bearer of fruit and veggies. <laughs> so it's true. My garden is established, and my face is established. I like that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. See, I we all we're all in the same boat here. <laughs> we should we should have another podcast after you've done more of the home and then we can talk about women and 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 parenting and being a mom and growing older and uh you know that would be so fun too. The joy of growing older. <laughs> Yes, exactly. It should be celebrated. Like my mom always says, it's better than the alternative. So yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Maybe that's what it should be called: better than the alternative. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness, it's so crazy. So, Kirsty, how can we? Where can we find you then? If we, but lots of people will obviously want to see how this house of yours will turn <laughs> out. So, uh, you can. You can find me on my Instagram, which is my name, Christy Wicks. Um, we'll add a tag or something. And then my website, which uh, christywicks.com. And that is a little behind lately because my daughter used to be really helping me get that uh, blog going. So that will be picking back up with more information about the house renovation once it's completed, details about what we've done. And that'll be really uh, exciting and stuff. So yeah. and you can find me in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lovely. We'll be there. Thank you so much. If you like this episode and would like to help the Joy of Home podcast, please share with your friends, rate and review. And you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts.